You are listening to Smaller on the Outside, the first, best, and only 24 podcast that you just can't miss. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and visit our webpage at sotopodcast.wordpress.com. The following takes place between 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Events occur in edited time. Hello, and welcome back to Smaller on the Outside. My name is Dave. I will be your fugitive this evening, and with me as always is... Andy. Who is the friend, and Timbot is here. Two weeks in a row, who would have guessed? Hello, hello, hello. So, Timbot. Yes. How was uh, rehab? (laughs) I'm going to take that as great, and you are... Fixed? All good to go. All right, good to go. Well, well, take your word on it. Uh, today was the ninth episode of 24. I live another day. Uh, but before we get into that, let's talk some announcements. There's only one thing that we have to talk about, really, is that this week we are all in different areas right now and trying a party chat thing going on at Skype. If it sounds like crap, that is why. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> but this was this was the episode uh, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., otherwise known as the one with the end of the first act. This is real. The president is dead. On the darkest day in our nation's history, Jack Bauer wants only one thing. Get in the car and let me do what I know how to do. Payback. Margo still has control of one of the drones. It's heading towards London. They've hacked into our feed. They can see everything we can. We're expecting company. And all new 24, next Monday at 9, 8 central on Fox. Previously on 24, there's only really one thing you had to know, maybe two. The first one is obviously that President Heller walked out on that that soccer field, turning himself over to Margot Al-Harazi, and all we really see is this missile going into the field, blowing him up, overkill, uh, and then there was theories going wild online saying, oh, he didn't really die, la di da da and we find out if he did or not in this episode. Also, the uh, analyst guy over at CIA, he was being attacked. I don't look at theories online. <laughs> well, it was pretty Except obvious that own. there was theories on that one. Um, and then, obviously, the other main point of the last episode was the uh, analyst guy from CIA was getting attacked by a hitman. And what I thought happened was he survived, but I guess that isn't the case. <laughs> In this episode, uh, the episode starts off. The Prime Minister is consoling Audrey on the aftermath of the attack, so it kind of really does feel like he's dead, but it's still a little questionable. Um, hey, I want to mention—I want to mention something about real time here. Yeah, they showed up in the room pretty quickly, didn't they? Well, the uh, the press got a camera inside that stadium right away. <laughs> well, it was a big explosion. Where, where was I mean. the camera inside the stadium? There was a there was a camera. It was a handheld camera in the uh, in the in the seats in the stadium that was viewing the damage of the. Oh of the yeah, yeah. 
and that was on the TV that they were watching. I'm like, dang, they got in there. Quick. I was gonna say that the uh, prime minister and those people from the U.S. embassy were all in the same room, like yep. minutes after the explosion. Not even minutes. The previously was pretty short this time too. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, and then we go on to Kate Morgan. She's uh, she's informing the CIA about the fact that the president was at the field and he was the target because they're all wondering why she shot an empty stadium. <laughs> and and they get the word that Margot is keeping her end of the deal, but she's planning to destroy the drones with a dive into the ocean. But hold on, hold on. It looks like the he's still alive theories paid off because the feed was in fact cloned. They did blow up the stadium, but Jack got Heller out of there. Yep. So that's sort of like what I was saying with Chloe editing the the video feed on. I, I said something like that on the last podcast. Yep. Um, and after reading those theories, it, it kind of it it feels like everybody was pretty much expecting Heller to be alive, but at the same yeah. time, a lot of people weren't happy that they were going to go that decision anyways. I think the big dead giveaway is the, that there was no countdown clock. You know, there, no, I mean, there was no silent clock. It wasn't just about the silent clock, though. I mean, I, I guess that was part of it. I was just saying that the people, they wanted him. I, they, they thought a good writing choice would have been to actually kill him off. I think it would have no, been pretty. President. So what? I think, I think it would have been pretty crazy, but I, I, I don't think it's necessary. Um. So Margot's killing off these drones and then there's one left of course and uh she's not the happiest camping in the world because she finds out that the president's actually still alive so jack gets after the pre- after she already destroys five of the drones right yep. there's always one left that's always how it is in 24 <laughs> uh so jack has to get the president to safety again with the help of a russian guy um He's not an American citizen, so he isn't bound by their laws to listen to the president. Um, I don't know if American citizens actually have to listen to what the president says. I don't know. It <laughs> seems just just like military people and like play- anybody in the government, basically. <laughs> He's military. The the guy in the vehicle? No, the president is military. Yeah, I'm saying if the president the orders just an, have to listen to him. No, if the, if the president orders just a random citizen to do something, he, we don't have to listen to him. Oh, you're saying, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So Jack calls CIA and the U.S. Embassy, and he tells Audrey that her dad's still alive, and he updates them on the situation with the final drone, and then he tells them to give Chloe all the help that she needs to stop the drone because she can't do it on her own. Actually, she doesn't do anything with the drone. <laughs> she calls up... Uh, Adrian Cross, but we'll get there in a second. Kate Morgan is still questioning Jordan's whereabouts. She, he's disappeared. They need his help on the whole case, but Navarro's all trying to change the subject still, so it's that's intensifying. And uh, then we find out the target of this final drone is going to be the Waterloo train station, I think, right? Um, it's yes. a, some kind of station. The... Well, they sh- the they showed that station being full of panicking citizens after the explosion, and so 
it was all over the news that there was all this, all the trains weren't working and people were all crowding in there and stuff. And so they thought that was a good target because there was a bunch of people there. By the way, Andy, was that the terrorist attack area that Sherlock went to in the third season? It was, it was one of the subways. I mean, I don't know. It could have been. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a specific station. It was just in the in the subways. Yeah. So yeah, Chloe calls Adrian Cross, and he helps them track down Margot's location um, through triangulation or something. And Jack tells Chloe to cut out the electricity of the building so they can I don't know somehow track her activity or something. Chloe, tr- she she tracks down the location to the fifth floor. And it is there that she's forcing her son. It is her son because he said mother this time. Yep, 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 yep. And she also called the um, the her husband his stepfather. I I wasn't sure before because sometimes when British people say mum, they could mean ma'am, you know. Yeah. And because that's that's kind of the way they say that sometimes. And it's in this building that she he he's trying to run away he's trying to survive but she forces him to stay until the job is done regardless of the impending doom so in order to force him to stay there and die she points a gun at him threatening to kill him sounds legit <laughs> but he still agrees to her demands so jack gets to this building and what he does is he scales down the wall like a spider monkey. Margot's son kind of looks out the window, and he does the whole throw him out the window thing. He climbs into the window, uh, shoots Margot, and uses a joystick to fly that last drone missile that's heading towards the station into the ocean before literally just throwing Margot out of the window as well out of frustration. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was shocking. Yeah, this is the season where Jack goes overboard on his violence. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's kind of lost his mind. Um, I'm thinking he was thinking, "Hey, I'm pardoned for anything I do." So what I know that I, I I said that when we were watching it. I was like, "Yeah, he knows he's pardoned for anything else he does today." So he's just he's like, I, "What the?" Heck? I, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's just allowed to do whatever he wants now. <laughs> but this is the point, by the way, where if there is a jump in time, it should have been here. Because, but then they start they started some more stories as well. Well, it should have been here because this is pretty much the end of the first act of the show, the threat of the drones and Margot Al Harazi, it's completely over. And it's in the, yeah. It's the moment in the show where you were forced to kind of think, Nice, but now what? You know? Um, yeah, but then they have that when this happened, it was like only halfway through the the episode. Yeah, I know it doesn't. I don't. I'm just saying <laughs> they could have had a plenty they could of have jumped halfway through the episode. That would be kind of cool. I don't know that if it would been, jump. That would have been interesting. I don't. Then it would have been seven a.m. to the you know seven p.m. to eight a.m. or something like that. Right. <laughs> but the thing about that is. Uh, I think they could have still had a half hour of winding down, making plans at the end, and then oh, yeah. and then having a jump. But that is not what happens. Well, I don't know what the next episode is, so 
Um, when we return from the break after that point, President Heller has returned to the U.S. Embassy to Audrey, the Prime Minister, and, of course, Hercules. Kate finally gets the call that Jordan Reed was, in fact, murdered, found murdered, along with another dead body. So she and Eric decide to investigate like the good CSIs that they are. Steve Navarro calls his good buddy, Adrian Cross, and says he needs a we way out. We still don't know what's up with that. Yeah, and says that he needs a way out. Apparently, Adrian Cross has a, uh escape plan that they've been planning from the beginning, I guess, maybe. And Adrian Cross is like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I got you covered. All you got to do is you need to bring me the override device that is on its way to CIA headquarters. Which turns out to be basically the CIP device. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, Kate gets to the dead body of Jordan Reed literally like four minutes later. It goes to it goes to yeah, the, that was... <laughs> it goes to the uh, commercial and it comes back and she's already there. True. Yeah, that was pretty quick. Yeah, and they start uh, getting to work on identifying the killer because they want to know why he decided to kill Jordan Reed, the the nice. <laughs> quirky analyst of the CIA. And at this point, Chloe gives uh, Jack a call, and he, she tells him that because Margot Al-Razi's dead and the drones are, there's no problem with them anymore, it's not her problem anymore, and then she, she pretty much quits and hops into a car with, surprise, surprise, the bad guy, Adrian Cross, who is her boyfriend now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What was up with that? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, no, it's random. <laughs> he's not creepy at all, so, you know. <laughs> She's creepy, too. She's not creepy. She's just Chloe. She's just, she hates the world, but she's Chloe. There was some foreshadowing there, though, too, about I hope you see your family uh, soon, when she said that to Jack. Yeah. Yeah. They threw threw that in there again. Jack Jack gets to CIA, and he learns about the the whole uh, recently deceased Jordan Reed thing. And he immediately figures out that he was killed by a hitman, which gets Navarro all sorts of nervousness. Um, and then Jack decides to send the fingerprint that uh, Kate Morgan took to an old contact of his to look at. Tim Bot- Dave and I were chatting back and forth about who this old contact might be. Ooh, it's going to be a cameo. It's going to be a cameo. Just some no, random no. guy. Just some random guy. <laughs> you know, I was hoping... That they would find the the hitman guy, and um, they would send his picture to Jack, and Jack was going to be like, oh, I know that guy. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. In uh, the CIA headquarters, they also find out that the override device isn't just about drones. It can pretty much hack into any defense system, which is like the CIP device in Season 7. And and I loved it when uh, Jack was... uh, at the CIA headquarters, and his contact was going to send over uh, some information to him. He's like, okay, and he walks to goes, just let me log in. Wait, what? Yeah. He doesn't the CIA. He's a hacker. <laughs> he's a hacker. He just had to log in, and he's not a hacker. He's got the CIP <laughs> device. Wait. <laughs> From yeah. season seven. Yeah. Um, That's how he's been getting away all these years. He's been using Tony's CIP device. <laughs> yep. And as Audrey is personally thanking Jack for saving her father's life, Navarro kills the analyst guy. Well, he doesn't kill t- him. He knocks him out. He kills him. I don't think so. I think he just knocks him out. He chokes him. Yeah, just like Jack chokes 
like Secret Service guys to knock him out. I think he, I thought he killed him. No, I think he just knocked him out. But he basically was doing this in plain view of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and then then he escapes with the uh, the override device, and Jack speaks to his random contact, who reveals to Jack that yes, there is another mole, and yes, it's Navarro, who has just run away, and yes, Jack bolts after him. And while he's on the run, he contacts uh, Adrian Cross, who's with Chloe, and she's asking him what they're going to do now, and he's like, I have to see an old friend. And that's when the episode ended. So the question I have. Didn't the episode end with, with Chloe, like, like kissing the, uh, the one guy, and I was like, what? Well, yeah. But he's saying that he needed to find, uh, stop, uh, run into his old buddy, Adrian Cross. Now, here's here's one thing I I am thinking about um, with Audrey. She's gonna see that her husband was all too ready to let her father die, but Jack was the one that made sure he didn't. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Little distinction right there. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> So here's here's uh, and we still got that signed thing out there that he signed too. Right, right. we need to get the, back to that. The forging. Do we even know what that document is? It was uh, to hand Jack over to the Russians. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um. Okay. So my question, my main question of the episode, is about Chloe. We know that she is a little bit more messed up. Is she completely innocent and she's getting ho- taken hostage by Adrian Cross, or is she in on what they are doing? I don't know if she completely knows everything they're doing. I don't think she's being taken hostage by. I mean, unless unless you're thinking of like, uh, what's that thing where you start to fall in love with your captors? <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, that thing. No, I don't think that's it. <laughs> um, no. It, so there's what are you doing that's not it's not me <laughs> um no I was saying there's like three different explanations either Chloe's a part of the the Navarro um Adrian Cross moles or she has no idea what they're doing and that, that they're in contact or uh, or she she thought she was a mole only with Adrian Cross or something, and she didn't know that well, Navarro was part of it. Well, remember, she started off the day at CIA. Getting interrogated and yep. tortured and stuff like that. Right, so I, I don't she's think... Into, she, I don't know. She's into, ba- she's into some bad stuff, um, but I don't know if she knows everything that they've been doing. She's into pirated know? movies. <laughs> no, but I don't know if she knows about the whole uh, Steve Navarro thing. I think she would have told Jack if she knew something but about that. do you that. think she's in on something with Adrian Cross other than just being boyfriend? She's... I, I felt like I th- the she's, whole... She's part of his group. I, so she, you know, whatever they've been doing other than that. But I, I, I don't know if she knows anything about the the uh override i felt like that whole situation where she was saying goodbye to jack felt 
a little more than you know I'm done just because I'm no use anymore. I I feel like she's on to do something else specifically, and and not so much that she's in trouble because Adrian Cross has her. Well, Jack wanted her to come to CIA to help them figure out what the what the uh, override was, but. She is a fugitive uh, from the CIA, so I think that's probably why she didn't want to go there. Well, that's why, that, that was my reasoning. That was my understanding of the scene. Well, that would have been fine if she just walked away in a different direction, but she went off with Adrian Cross. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, think, I think she's going to be the man inside that helps Jack, you know, fix whatever's going on with Cross in the end, because it seems like he's the next, probably the next villain. Well, yeah, he's got to be this, the second threat of the season. And Jack's he... going to throw him out a window. Well, <laughs> that would that would not be original anymore. That's, hey, I have a question. I was asking Dave, and maybe you can remember some here. Was this episode Jack's first kill of the season? No. I'm pretty he's sure he's done. killed before in the show. He's been killing quite a few people this season. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember anything specific. Not specific. He's wounded a lot of people. He's wounded a lot of people. I can't remember any kills. No, he's been killing just random red shirts. <laughs> he's been season, killing I'm random citizens sure. on the middle of the street. <laughs> he didn't kill them. He wounded them. Yes, he wounded those people, but there was there was some people throughout the season, I remember. I just don't I remember specifically. Maybe when he burst into that room, one of the when in the premiere, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he shot a few people when he walked in there. Yeah. I he remember he just, shooting, he's just been though. being brutal lately. Yeah. That's all I know. <laughs> if he hasn't killed, then it feels like he has. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess he definitely killed during that sting operation where him and Kate were at that warehouse. So, you yeah. know, what I'm a little confused about is you got Kate and Eric, their stories, and that seem to have some importance this episode, but is that completely done now? Because we know that the hitman was pretty much, you know, it was hired by Navarro, had to be. Well, Kate's story's not done because what that... I can't remember now his name, but that analyst dude was digging into was to find out more stuff about her husband, wasn't he? Jordan yeah. Reed. I th I thought he was digging and finding stuff out about Navarro. Yeah, because he found um, – well, no, the thing is he found the stuff about uh, Kate's husband. Um, yeah. and And basically it was going to lead to the fact that he was set up. And Navarro was responsible for that. So if if he kept digging, he would find out stuff about but Navarro. That's not, never got that any, far. that's not important anymore because we've already found out about the connection to Navarro, and Navarro is definitely guilty. We already know that. So what? Yeah, but we still need to know backstory about what exactly happened there. Yeah. We need we need to know first of all what happened with Kate's husband. Second of all, what's Navarro doing with uh with this guy? Uh, what's his Adrian name? Adrian Cross. Adrian Cross. But, yeah, why do they want the override device? What are they going after? Yeah. Actually, I don't think Navarro was expecting Adrian Cross to actually want the override device. No, I, I, I don't think he was in on that. Because he seemed to surprise when he heard 
him. I think he's at, I think he's at the same level as Chloe for me. I think they're at about so the same level the of understanding main, of what's main going on. So main bad guy would be Adrian. Navarro's a little taller. <laughs> I mean, I think Chloe and Navarro both don't really know what's going on. But you think the uh, but main, they're involved. You think the main main bad guy would be Adrian Cross then? Yeah. Well, he does seem to have that evil exterior. So one more episode towards that's uh, with no more skips. So that's that's uh, more support towards. There's my theory. There's three episodes. There's three left. episodes left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, come on. Well, they're they're just holding back. Is chronological. What? We know. Is the next hour? I don't. I don't know anything about the next episode. Don't I, tell me I, if you I do. I really don't know either. But oh. seeing how it ended, I, I don't know. I could. I could see a skip happen here, um, but I don't know. I don't think it will because we need. They just started all this stuff with Cross and and Navarro was, and Chloe it, and and Kate's husband and all this stuff that. It's like, what, are they going to go to sleep and forget about it for 12 hours? I mean... <laughs> they could just be searching for Navarro the whole time. It just seems like they would have set I that mean, up I mean, technically, the, the break between season 8 and season 9 was they're looking for Jack. Yeah, but they they set that up before the end think, of the episode. Yeah, I think if they do a skip, it's going to be for a very good reason. Yeah. Instead of just to fill time. I, I don't know. I don't even know how they would set that up at all. How about Jack's in this uh, situation where he locks himself in a panic room and it says, Uh-oh, Jack, the panic room is set to, to be locked for 12 hours. What are we going to do? <laughs> well, I'm just going to take a nap. <laughs> hey, look, some Fritos. Take some I'm going to take some much-needed downtime. <laughs> I'm going to shop for a Toyota. <laughs> I don't know. It, that seems stupid, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's three episodes left, and there's... Now, if they solve the whole thing with, with Adrian Cross in the next episode, maybe they could uh, you know, get on a plane at the end of the episode and head towards L.A. or something. And there then... is... But that still wouldn't account for 12 hours of skip time. There's 15 hours left. Yeah. I think we might have lost Tim. Tim, you still there? <laughs> Oops. Tim. <laughs> this is great recording here. Well, I guess Timbot fell into a coma. That's what happens. I guess, see, when he was at the rehab center, they filled him up with drugs. And then he got addicted to them. And he fell into a coma. There were 15 hours left. Um, and being three episodes, that's a skip of five hours each. <laughs> yeah, I guess there would be three more, three more uh, breaks between episodes. When you think so about be... it, if yeah, it it would have if it it I'm guessing the jump if it would happen it would happen only once because happening twice seems and it would be a twelve hour jump. It, um, if it happened twice, then it would it would seem too much like like 
all of a sudden they're they're skipping in episodes instead of it just doing it one time. Yeah. And if they did that, then we'd have uh, an issue and it wouldn't feel consistent and I don't know, which I would rather them just do the full 24 than the, to uh to be inconsistent or feel weird because of a jump. Yeah, I don't I still don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to skip Either well, they've, t- they've said it many. Hours. They've said it many times publicly, and they like, didn't say they're going to skip. They said there's going to be 24 hours. They said it's official that there would be skips. I don't think they said that. They said that it, this season would be a full day, and no. we interpreted that to mean there there no, could be. They've skips. said many times that there would be a skip. No, no. Kiefer said. That they could do a skip this way, you know. He he gave an example, but he, they didn't say specifically that there would be. No, they said that I saw. I watched that Jack is back special. Yeah, that was made before the season was started. It was made during the filming. Yeah, but if they decided to add twelve more episodes, it would have been. That decision would have been made after the season started Anyways, the special said we're going to have jumps in time. Again, that special was made before the show started airing. I said if they made the decision to add 12 more episodes, it would have made after the show started airing. And we would know by now. No, not if it wasn't going to be announced right away. I think they could announce it on the last night, possibly. That would be too late. No, it could be like at the end of the episode, it'd be, come back this winter for more 24 Live Another Day to find out what happens for the rest of the day. That seems weird, because for Smaller on the Outside, we're going to go to season five, and it's going to be Doctor Who, and go to season six, 24 Live Another Day, part two. I guess. <laughs> That's stupid. Hey, it gives us something to do. <laughs> right. Anyways, um... Uh, that was the episode um, of 24, Live Another Day and of Smaller on the Outside. Uh, the next episode will be on the 1st of July, and we're going to be talking about the 10th episode of 24. Um, so until then, enjoy. Give us a comment. Give us a shout-out. Uh, Stitcher, WordPress, Podomatic, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, uh, our username, of course, is Soto Podcast. And if you're using iTunes, then just search for us with smaller on the outside. But yeah, be sure to give us a comment. We'll uh, mention you on the next podcast. And until then, peace out. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Smaller on the Outside. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and visit our website at sodapodcast.wordpress.com.